Welcome to 49ers After Dark. We're your hosts, Grant Cohn, Quality Control, Jesse Naylor, just life control. How you doing, Jesse? I'm doing good. <laughs> life control. That's a great way to put it. I got control of yeah. all the lives. All the lives. Uh, <laughs> title of the show. Well, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson today. That's a big deal. We're going to talk about uh, free agency, and we're going to play the Would You Rather game because that's always fun to play after dark. But first, we got to talk about some breaking news. Apparently, teams are calling the 49ers inquiring about a trade for a wide receiver. And it's not Debo Samuel. It's Brandon Ayuk. Teams want to trade for Brandon Ayuk, and they think he might be available. But according to reports, he's not at this time. What do you think of this news? I'm curious if we can try to come up with the teams that we think might be interested. I think the Giants are clearly one. We've heard that rumor for a big portion of the offseason already. But no surprise. I think teams look at Brandon Ayuk the way that we look at Brandon Ayuk and say, this guy is completely underutilized. He's a very good route runner. He's a pure wide receiver. He can get open at all levels on the field. He's a great blocker. And he's inexpensive. Yeah, I would want to trade for Brandon Ayuk also. My question is, what teams are interested and what's the compensation? It can't be anything less than a first rounder. That's what they spent on him. And he's proven to be worth that. So what are the offers that they're getting? Yeah, I would at least listen to the offers. I wouldn't necessarily sure. just hang up right away. Uh, nothing against Brandon Ayuk, but I don't think the Niners should resign him. I think they're doing too much, too many extensions of players who are good, not great. And I think Ayuk is very good. And maybe next year he'll prove that he's great. But you can't be sentimental and re-sign everyone. And frankly, wide receivers are easy to replace. And they're expensive. And I think um, that's the way I see it. If they were to trade Brandon Ayuk and get a first-round pick, you could probably get someone just as good as him. With Who's younger? You Would you trade him cheaper. for less than a first-round pick, though? No. Like, let's no, say a team's not. like, I'll I give feel- you a second and a fourth. No, I, he was a first round pick. He's lived up to his draft status and then some. Why would you trade? No, that doesn't make sense at all. I, yeah. If that's the best deal you're going to get, then hold on to him. You could always trade him next year. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm not trading him for less than a first. No, I, I, I also, I, I don't trust the 49ers to, what, what are the 49ers going to do? They're going to trade Brandon Ayuk for a first, then they're going to draft another receiver and we expect that they're going to get that pick right? Eh, uh, fair, fair point. Um, Kyle has <laughs> been doing better at the wide receiver position, Danny Gray notwithstanding. But this is what the, the Vikings did. I mean, they didn't pay Stephon Diggs, or did they? They traded him, mm-hmm. and then they drafted Justin Jefferson. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. So it, it can work, but you got to get the pick right. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I really am curious of the teams. The Bears come to mind just because they're wide receiver needy, but I don't know if they would trade a f- – they're not going to trade a first. They're – First is way up there, obviously. So, right. But if they trade back and they recoup a second first rounder, then maybe that's something they would do. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see who it is, but I I totally get it. I really understand why teams would call, and I'm not hanging up necessarily either. But it's got to be at least a first, and I I don't know if that's what the offers are that are coming in, but. It sounds like the 49ers are saying, no, we're we're not interested at all in trading Brandon Ayuk, which kind of to your point, they sign everybody. They so do sign everybody. at what point do you have to stop signing everybody? I don't know what that breaking point is. Well, if they intend to have quarterbacks making $900,000 every year, then they can keep spending on non-quarterbacks 
Uh, maybe maybe the Niners feel like, look, we'll entertain the idea of trading Brandon Ayuk next year, uh, but not now. There's no reason to trade him now. There's no urgency. He's under team control for two more years. Um, they're not. They don't give contract extensions until there's one year left. So it's good to know who's interested. But from the Niners' perspective, like hit us up next year. We're we're a Super Bowl team. We're trying to win. Ayuk's a big part of that, and we don't need to move on from him yet. I mean, if I'm the 49ers, I'm trading Debo and signing Ayuk when it comes to that point because Debo's older. He's not a pure wide receiver. He's more expensive. I'm keeping Ayuk. If I'm choosing between I, those two, I'm keeping Ayuk personally. I would agree with that. I just it, It's tough to trade Debo now, but maybe in a year or two, it would be more palatable. It would be yeah. more possible. Yeah. yeah. I would think when yeah. that money kicks in, so probably not next season, but the season after, which you're not going to get, you're probably not going to get a first rounder for Debo then, which is fine. I mean, maybe you get a second rounder or a couple third rounders, but if you can get that money off the books, pour some of that into Ayuk and then save some and continue to be younger at the wide receiver position, I mean, that's the route I would take. So one of those guys is eventually going to have to go, but I, I would hope that it's Debo in two years versus Ayuk in two years, because in two years, I think Ayuk's going to be the better receiver. Agree. And I just feel like it's easier to go cheap at wide receiver than it is at yeah. offensive line. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And you can, you're more likely to hit on a, a good receiver in the draft than you are some of those other positions. At least as of late, it seems like all these guys coming out are superstars if you have the right quarterback. But the but no, every year it's like this wide receiver class is amazing every yeah. year yeah. yeah it's true yeah. no it's yeah. true you've got like six or seven that are like oh man these are top-notch players almost every single season so yeah that mm -hmm. that does seem to be what happens almost every draft so this is something to monitor but i would be really surprised if the niners traded brandon iu this offseason unless someone gave him an offer they couldn't refuse which would be like a top 20 pick and again i don't why would you trade a top 20 pick for Brandon Ayuk when you could just draft a wide receiver. Maybe they don't trust themselves. Actually, I know a team that is actually calling about him too. I guarantee the Patriots have called. Ah, Patriots can't draft they, wide receiver at all. save their lives. No, they can't. So, I mean, that's, that's another thing is, why don't teams like the Patriots and 49ers get together and the Patriots say, okay, well, we can't draft wide receiver you can draft one of those for us. We'll draft, I don't know, whatever position you can't draft, offensive line, and, and we'll make that swap. I don't know. Interesting. Glass half full, guys, says some of my favorite Niner content creators. Me Thank and you. you man. Thank you. Salil says thoughts on Jamar Chase accusation. Didn't know there was one. I didn't either. Jamar Chase. I've been with my Jamar kiddos Chase. for most of the day, so... I mean, other than the Lamar stuff, I haven't been super active. Lamar Chase's baby mama says she has multiple videos of abuse towards her that will end his career. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, well, right before he's about to get paid, too. Yep. Um, well, you know what? We'll see what, what happens. I'm not informed on that. I don't have thoughts, but I see that there's an accusation. It's an accusation. I wasn't yeah. there. It seems serious, and we'll see what happens. All right. Sort of stemming off the Brandon Ayuk topic, are there players who are off limits on this team? Like T. 
team calls up and says, John, I'd like to discuss trading for player X. And John just laughs and farts in the phone and hangs up. <laughs> he, just, he does like the old armpit fart. Like you just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this grant is because <laughs> the social media things I have done today, I discussed a potential trade for Lamar and what would it mm-hmm. actually take. And one of the guys that I threw in there was Nick Bosa. And people were so mad. I mean, I lost 60 followers today because I would I said, I'm willing to trade Bosa if it means Lamar's coming back. People like, you can't trade Nick Bosa. He's a staple of our team, and he's a forever 49er. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess defensive ends that are paid $35 million are more important than top seven quarterbacks that get paid 50. I, sure. I I guess. Because we have so many Super Bowl rings with Nick Bosa on this ro- roster. I don't yeah. know. To me, nobody is off limits. Even you could even say, all right, if let's look across the league, Patrick Mahomes, he's probably the one guy that you laugh in faces. But even then, not necessarily. I mean, if the Bills called and said, hey, we'll give you Josh Allen and, and three first round picks, it'd be, yeah, we'll probably do that because it's not that big of a drop off. So I don't think necessarily anybody is technically off limits maybe not likely to trade but nobody's off limits i i don't i don't know i just don't get attached to to players that way i guess patrick mahomes is off limits other than him if you have the best player in the league and he's a quarterback and he's 26 i can say that guy's might be off limit it's gonna be tough to get to put a trade package together to get patrick mahomes other than him you could talk Absolutely. Josh Allen, sure. Joe Burrow, sure. Justin Herbert, is Patrick Mahomes involved? I mean, like, yeah, you, there's, right. you could do that trade, absolutely. But I, that's, I think there's really only one player that would even come close to being considered off-limits. Every coach, every player, and uh, until the Niners, the Niners haven't, Jack Hammer said this, the Niners haven't had like a real legit Super Bowl MVP candidate quarterback since Steve Young. And they won a Super Bowl then. Like, there's, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl any other way. So if, if you have to leverage an offensive tackle or a defensive end to get that player, man, you got to do what you got to do. Or how many more decades are you going to wait until one comes around? Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, like I said, I, I'm not. I want to be clear. I'm not saying trade Nick Bosa right now and see what you can get for him. That's not what I'm saying. But if you could get a superstar quarterback to come back in return, whether it's Lamar or somebody else. Yeah. I'm trading Nick Bosa and I'm really, I'm not thinking twice about it. In fact, I am probably packing his bags and paying for his flight myself. Like I I don't care. Like I'm not that attached. Honestly, Nick Bosa should be like, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, it's a business. He's a quarterback. I get it. I'm really good. You, you, it, It needed some, you needed some serious trade capital to pull this off. I'm serious trade cap. Hey, tip of the cap. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a business. I mean, let, let's just put this into perspective for a second. Elite pass rushers impact on a really good day. What? 10 to 12 plays a game. Like that's on an elite day. We're having a, a all time game type of day. They impact 10 to 12 plays a game. You have an elite quarterback that impacts 70 plays a game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about here? Why Why would I not trade a guy who impacts 12 plays for a guy that impacts 70 plays? That's a no-brainer to me. Okay. Um, 
so we've set the record straight on off-limits players in the sense that there are none on the 49ers roster. So let's set the record straight on what it would take for the 49ers to trade for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and we we can talk about packages here in a second, but I do want to clear up what is actually happening because I feel like there's a ton of information coming out a million miles an hour. And unless you sift through the weeds, you don't necessarily know like if he's truly available to the 49ers. And there have been things that have come out that have made me think he's not available technically, and then he is. And so basically, here's the situation. Right now, they are trying to get either a team to offer him money that they that Baltimore can agree to and re-sign him themselves or two first-round picks in compensation. At this very moment, the 49ers cannot offer a contract straight up to Lamar Jackson because they don't have a first-round pick in this upcoming draft. Now, this offer can be made after the draft and it would be totally legitimate because now they have their first round picks back for 2024 and 2025. However, what can be done is the Ravens can sign and trade Lamar. So if they work out an agreement with the team, they can sign Lamar and then trade him to X team. Whether it's the 49ers, you hear you hear teams like the 49ers, Dolphins, they're interested, what have you they can't technically offer Lamar because they don't have that first round pick. So I just want to be very clear as to what is actually going on and how you would have to go about getting Lamar before we even lay out a premise of what you think he's worth. So I'll let you start. What do you think Lamar Jackson is worth? What would you be willing to give up if you're the 49ers? Well, uh, the one, the trade package you put on Twitter sound good to me. Uh, Trey Lance, Nick Bosa, and first. That seems like almost too much, but that should get it done. Nick Bosa, yeah. to me, is worth two firsts. Um, he is. Right there. Yep. Then you put in another first. And Trey Lance. I mean, I don't think I, I don't see a team could beat that. I, I, the Lions have two. There's a few teams that have two first-round picks. The Lions could offer both of them. That's a very intriguing that's a very intriguing package. The Niners are offering picks in the future, next year's and the year after that. So, yeah. no guarantee. But Nick Bosa? I mean... I think it comes down to, is Baltimore willing to pay Nick Bosa? And do they like Trey Lance? Because if either of those things are not something they're interested in, then it's not that good of a package. Like To us, on the surface, we're like, yeah, you get best pass rusher in the league. He's in his prime defensive player of the year. But they're like, ah, we don't want to pay him $35 million a year. We're not interested. Or they look at Trey Lance and say, we never like Trey Lance. We're good. We're trying to get a different style of quarterback than what we're giving up. So I don't know. I On the surface, to me, that sounds like it would get it done. I don't know what Baltimore would be willing or not willing to do, but if that was the package and Baltimore picked up the phone, smile on my face. Yep. Put Lamar on the first flight to Santa Clara. We're good to go here. <laughs> Let's make that deal. And what you're saying with that sign and trade, is that what the uh, the Raiders did to get Devontae Adams last year? No. So let me explain this because there, this is where the confusion comes in. So the way the way that this franchise tag is written, you cannot accept players back in return and you cannot accept more than the two first round picks. So if another team signs them to that tender and they're like, hey, if you don't match the deal, we'll give you a third first round pick or we'll give you two first round picks and a player. They can't do that. What happened last year with Devontae Adams, who was also 
under this same tender where he should have gotten two first rounders. The Packers agreed to less. So you can't agree to less. You just can't agree to more the way that the rule is written. So they agreed to hey, well, first. Maybe, maybe Baltimore second. will agree to less. Yeah, right. No way. <laughs> no way. No well, way. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, you, you can't put players in, right? You can't put both nope, in. Can't so put players can't in. Good. Nope. So, but again, the loophole is they could do a sign and trade, which bypasses everything. So if Lamar's like, listen, I the only team I'm going to go to is San Francisco. You better work it out. And San Francisco's interested. Baltimore's kind of got to do the deal unless they're going to play this franchise tag game with him for the next two years. So, yeah. And I with mean, the sign and trade, and with could. the sign and trade, can you put Nick Bosa in it? Yeah, you can. At that point, now he's technically signed by the Ravens. He's their asset. The franchise tag is out of the way, and then you can make whatever offer you want to make. Yeah. I mean, you could argue like the night the, the first the, the first round picks the Niners would offer for Lamar would be you know late first next year to late first year after presumably. Yep. Bosa's worth more than those picks. Bosa is worth more than those picks. So I, you could almost do the deal just Bosa and Lance in third. But I don't know. I'm sure the Ravens would ask for more. But you could argue that the Niners are giving up a whole lot just with those two players. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that if it's Bosa, Lance, and a first, then the 49ers are going to say, hey, then give us you know, a third rounder the next two years to kind of offset it a little bit. Like, we need something. We're giving you a lot here. Is Bosa not worth two first-round picks? Am I overvaluing him? He's not. No, I think he's worth two first-round picks. Yes, I think he's worth Defensive player of the year, defensive end. I mean, he's worth a lot. I think he's worth two. Yeah, I agree. I think the Niners could pull this off. I think it's interesting, though. um, The NFC is so weak that any team in the NFC that gets Lamar Jackson all of a sudden is vaunted vaunted to the top. What if Detroit gets Lamar Jackson? They're That's right a there team. All of a They're right there. A team is yeah. really good. Offensive line, def- uh, r- running backs, wide receivers. I think that would be an interesting team. So, and they have if, the assets to go do it. What if the Rams do it? I, I don't know if the Rams have. The, I don't even know, I don't know how this. Works. I don't think they have the assets. What are they going to offer? Matthew Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and they're not going to take Aaron Donald. They're not going to take Ramsey. Like these guys are all way over the hill. Cooper Cup. And I don't, I don't know, three first-round picks? I I'm not sure. Uh, if the Niners don't get Lamar, they better go get Marcus Mariota because I'm really hoping my – I'm keeping my fingers crossed that he goes to the Cardinals because I like the Niners to have a tough time. And I think them having to face Marcus Mariota twice a year would be perfect. Yeah. Well, get him. once a year because they're going to have to face Kyler the other one probably. You think he's going to – is he going to come back at some point? Yeah, he'll come back at some I point. I think so, yeah. Spider Niners says, does Lamar equal Young under Shanahan? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Young's an all-time great. I don't know. I'm not going to go that yeah. far, but to me, the debate I've been having all day on this thing is Lamar is easily a top seven quarterback. Like, that's at worst right now. You look at the landscape of the NFL and quarterbacks, he's likely top five, but he's for sure top seven. So you've got a top seven quarterback who's young. He's about to enter his prime. People say the wildest things like, oh, Lamar can't can't throw unless players are wide open. Well, I don't know of a team that gets players more wide open than the 49ers. Brock Purdy's uh, yards of separation to the receivers he was throwing to was the highest in the league by a wide margin. So if Lamar can hit those ones, then that's all that matters. But that's not true. Lamar, I mean, I posted three videos today from one game of him doing the exact opposite of what people said he can't do. So... I think there's a lot of misconceptions about Lamar. I think a lot of people look at his stats and say, oh, he can't throw in this league and 
He can't do the things that are going to be asked for him. Listen, Shanahan played Trey Lance like he was Lamar. That was frustrating because Trey Lance is not Lamar. But if you get Lamar and you play him like Lamar, <laughs> then it makes total sense. Can you imagine what his numbers would be if he were on the Eagles? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, the Niners have the talent around him. They, they got to finish their offensive line. Kyle has the creativity. Um, it could work. You and just to have your to point, adjust a little bit. To, to your point, they've automatically got the best quarterback in the NFC. Immediately, day one. Lamar is in the AFC, where all the best quarterbacks are. If we talk about the right. five best quarterbacks in the league not named Lamar, they're all in the AFC at this point. You've got Burrow. You've got Herbert. You've got... Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, like they're all in the AFC. So you get to the Russell NFC. Wilson. <laughs> Don't do that. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be there soon, though. He'll he'll be, he'll be Houston <laughs> Raiders. God, I hope these really Raiders. Hope Double B Studio says is Kyle off limits for Lamar Jackson. JK. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Just trade away the coach. Let let Lamar be the coach. Let George <laughs> Kittle be the coach. That I, was I funny what you tweeted at him today. He didn't respond. Maybe he's thinking. Well, I about knew, it. of course, he didn't respond. I asked George Kittle on Twitter if if he if the Niners have his blessing to trade for Lamar Jackson, and he didn't respond. So maybe he's thinking it over. <laughs> Lamonte seven fifty seven says Kyle needs a good defense to cover up his cover up his flaws on offense. Better the defense, more tries you get to try plays. We are getting Maddie Ice and another running back in the third round. <laughs> Last TL just play the kid. <laughs> hilarious man matt if dude can we just get one big boo can, can we get uh, one collective boo across america if the 49ers sign matt ryan just boo mm. him he's Chris, he's gonna come up in the uh would you rather game so i'm curious to see what you say here mm, yeah which way am i gonna go on that one christian nunez says i know it's a touchy subject but i'd rather keep Ayuk and extend him while trading debo and taking some of his contract Ayuk needs to stay a niner for his fifth coming of the revenge tour <laughs> Ayuk <laughs> hasn't missed a game since his rookie year he seems more dependable he seems more like a wide receiver if you're going to pay a wide receiver pay a wide receiver not a running back who's a wide receiver if you had to pick what is there yeah. going to be more of Shanahan 49er revenge tours or Fast and the Furious movies oh my goodness <laughs> they're going to rival each other <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's going to go down as the Vin Diesel uh, of NFL coaches yeah It'll be great. Double B Studio says, is Lamar's arm worth two first round to the Ravens and $35 million a year? I know he has MVP caliber, but could he be that again under Kyle? I mean, I mean Kyle's I supposed to be the best, be. right? He's, Kyle's supposed to be the best. He's a genius. You got Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, you know, Kittle and uh, Debo and Ayuk. I mean, yeah, it's if it should work. Unless, unless Kyle isn't as good as we think he is. Unless Kyle would get Lamar hurt. But no, that's not that's not the case, right? It's oh, football. He, he's not going to have better weapons than he can get here in San Francisco, and he's not going to have a I mean, a better schemer, offensive schemer than Kyle, unless he gets traded to the Chiefs. So, I mean, it's as good as it gets. Christian Nunez says, also, everyone is talking like Lamar. He won't get injured in week two because Shani wants to run the RG three zone inside read up the right guard for two yards of carry. Christian, you make a good point. I, I really can't tell you that much. I don't know what to tell you. And the thing is, this is one of those moves that the Niners can't force on Kyle. This has to be Kyle's idea. Kyle has to want to do this. Otherwise, it's just it's just a disaster waiting to happen. 
And you never know I what know. Kyle wants to do. If everybody says that we don't, don't want do Kamala, it, then he'll want to do it. It seemed like Kyle was about to make the move for Deshaun Watson a few years ago before his career went up in smoke, kind of. But he's not all over Lamar. Lamar is way better than Deshaun. Way better. I don't know. Deshaun at that point was pretty damn good, man. I don't that they're they're right there with each other, or at least were. Not now. Obviously, time has passed and Watson hasn't played and whatever, but it at that moment when they were going to get Watson potentially versus what you're getting in Lamar now, man, I think that was pretty close. I always felt Watson was overrated. Like I know he was on bet like not so great teams, but he never won anything for like your quarterback. And you're supposed to make the biggest impact on like Lamar. All he does is win. I know he hasn't done much in the playoffs, but man, I mean, Deshaun had like a four and 12 season with fully healthy. Anyway, we're not talking about Deshaun Watson. Who's a bum. Sorry. <laughs> Dave Barclay says how, how much I miss. Oh yeah. Love you guys. Love you, Dave. Appreciate you. Sorry. I had to get that out there. Dave Barclay says I'm behind anyone else besides Kyle. Yeah. Ramelia Sports Report says, great stream, guys. Bizarro NFL card. Gino got paid. Bizarro. What about Danny Dimes? Oh, what about Danny Dimes? James Williams says, Grant, for the past two years, you stated that utilizing players, especially quarterback on their rookie contract, was the best way to win championships. Why the sudden change in logic? I mean, if you could get a great quarterback on a rookie contract, then yeah, absolutely. But you need a great quarterback one way or another. And I think the Chiefs have shown that you can. If you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, then by all means pay him. Don't just throw them away. But what you don't want to do is what the Giants did today and give like an average to below, to a slightly above average quarterback big time money. Don't do that. Now you're not a contender. But you're also not a contender if you don't have a quarterback. So, Yeah, I mean, that's the do? number one thing. Your your whole thing was the 13.5% of the cap. Unfortunately, last two years, that has actually happened. So last year, Jared Goff was... Paid over Part 13 and a half percent, and he wasn't even on the roster, and they won. So, yeah, it just shows you that it's becoming such a offense quarterback driven league. If yep. you have a quarterback, a go to guy in the passing game, and a decent offensive line, you're in business. Yeah, I mean, and a great D lineman. I mean, that's what the Rams had, right? They had Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Andrew Whitworth, Aaron Donald. That was the team, and it was good enough. And now this last year, it was Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, a few offensive linemen, a couple D linemen. That's the team. And it was good enough. So seems like if you don't have a quarterback who's out there slinging four, Ryan Hensley pointed this out. If you don't have a quarterback who's throwing like 40 touchdowns that year, you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. So yeah, find you a quarterback 40? who could toss 40 touchdowns in a year. 40. 40 and 4K? Is that his yeah, that's what you like need. the last five Super Bowl winners or whatever? Who was, what was the last Niners quarterback who threw for 4K? Garcia? Garcia. Did Garcia play have, for 4K? I think he met, I think he did. Okay. I don't know that. I don't know he that did, Young it was ever for did. like a season, probably. He maybe did it once. Yeah. How many Niners quarterbacks have thrown 40 touchdowns ever? None. Yeah. None. I mean, I gotta look up the Garcia one. I don't even know <laughs> if if he did. I think he might have thrown 400 for 4K once. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying. Yeah, I just he did feel like one time. Yeah. He did one time in 2000. I'm not saying overpay for any just any quarterback, but you can't you can't expect to beat Patrick Mahomes with Brock Purdy. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy's great though, but come on, 
You got to have some yeah. serious firepower. That's the other thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> people, people literally told me that they would rather have Brock Purdy over Lamar Jackson. I'm like, not surprised. And those same people would do backflips if the Niners ever traded for Lamar Jackson. Is this the, uh, the year Kyle doesn't draft a running back? No, man. He's definitely drafting two. <laughs> You're right. For the love no, he's not drafting a running back. He's two. drafting two running backs. For the love of God, please don't side Maddie Melted Ice. Oh, that is what he is at this point in his career. Lamonte757 says, Is it true Colt's about to cut DeForest Buckner? And could we get him back so uh, trade Armstead and dude with bad knee? Let me Ooh, see. I don't know about that. I haven't heard that one. That would be crazy. Because now well, he's finally on. getting cheap again. Oh, yeah. But if they cut him, they say he, they save. They have no dead money if they cut him. Zero. Ooh. So I don't know. Maybe they're rebuilding. Maybe they don't want to. Hey, that'd be kind of interesting. That's but I don't think he would. Probably likely would happen, actually. That would be great. If the Niners weren't spending all that money on Eric Armstead. Dave Barclay says Kyle offensive genius, but he pushes our defense because he always needs a scapegoat. He does not own his mistakes. He wants a spotlight. Please play Trey with uh, uh, with script. script and build the offensive line. Hmm. Yeah. I do feel like one thing that would be nice about bringing him tom brady is he would end this whole culture of the niners being like we're good enough and we're so great and we're the best team like he'd be like knock that shit off right now i'm a seven-time champion you guys are nothing i'm gonna set the standard now and i'm gonna be freaking pissed if you guys don't live up to it i'm gonna be yelling a lot this year I w- that would be the one cool thing about having tom brady on the team is him just like flipping this like frat bro culture on its head hey george you think you've done enough you haven't yeah I'm Tom Brady. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. That that would be that would be must see TV. I don't know what's going on, by the way, but like that I did my college break. show last Thursday, and everybody it wasn't. I wasn't even talking about Kyle Shanahan. The title wasn't about. Nothing was about Shanahan. It was like an hour and a half of people just calling in, pissed off about Kyle Shanahan. They're done with Kyle. I I don't know like what the uproar is all of a sudden, but. It really does quarterback seem position. like the pulse of the fan base is starting to lean towards not liking Kyle anymore. It's crazy. Because it's year seven, and they're back at square one at the quarterback position. It's not. Yeah. I mean, Niner fans have been so patient, and they're like, all right, well, he's got a plan with Trey Lance, and now we're at year three, and it's like, oh, actually, there was no plan with Trey Lance, and they're, and they're just giving up on that, and they're putting all their eggs in the Brock Purdy basket. And I think a lot of people were like, yo, this doesn't make any freaking sense. I, I, yeah. I've been patient for I'm on the seventh season of this show. And can I say that the plot makes no freaking sense? Can I just say that? <laughs> I, I've been watching. I've been really like waiting for this to make sense. I've gone through 57 episodes and I'm like, hey, does anyone else not fucking get this? I don't get it. Where are they going with this? Don't they need a quarterback? Are we going to get the quarterback in season eight? No quarterback. I, how many seasons of this show can we go through with no quarterback before it gets repetitive? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if if the end goal is to get a quarterback at the end of the show and that's how it ends, how many different ways? This is like, did you ever watch Jailbreak back in the day? No. Oh, that it sounds Sorry. like the, the show Jailbreak, which was great for like two seasons and then just was really just so far-fetched. How many times can you get put in jail and break out of jail? Oh, interesting. Know. Yeah, Interesting. I was kind of thinking like Dexter, man, that show went off forever. It's like, how many murderers is this murderer gonna catch i don't know 
Yeah, yeah, sorry if I just ruined the show for you. You see the Brisker Slayton beef over the QB deals. Yeah. Jaquan no. Brisker. <laughs> Brisker called Danny Dimes trash, and Slayton wasn't fond of that because they're teammates. So, yeah, they had a nice little back and forth over that. Who's Brisker's on the Giants? No, Brisker's on the Bears. Bears? Okay. Was it Bears right. that he was drafted by? Yeah, so I think it was they- the Bears. Jesse, Tyler Lewin, and said Trent tips plays. Oh, man. Sure did, Chris. He sure did. Yep. And Fred Warner was laughing about it. Like, Taylor Lewin was like, he just freaking tips the plays. And Fred Warner was like, I know, I know. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I, was like, I don't, what? and that's, <clears throat> that whole situation's funny. I mean, obviously, it's like four or five months later or whatever, but I just, I don't understand. Like, I get it. If, if everybody's like, hey, it doesn't matter, totally fine. But I still have people like to this day that are so mad at me for that tweet. They're like, he doesn't tip plays. You're an effing idiot. And I'm like, well, he actually does tip plays. That was never really the debate. Everybody the coach said he does. He yeah. yeah. The only person that said he doesn't is Kyle Shanahan, which just shows you that you really can't take anything he says. <laughs> right. Face value. James Williams, thank you very much. Dave Barclay says, I'd love Brady to yell at the Cabo crew. <laughs> I would so love that. That would I would actually start watching brick by brick if Brady were on the team. That'd be great. Uh, STD equals standard. Sorry, it was out of characters. Fair enough. We thought you meant sexually transmitted diseases, but this is that may make more sense. Official BNA Music 88 says Kyle is the old man at Hooters in Big Daddy with the 10-year plan. <laughs> Loose kin in all planes. <laughs> I forgot that part of Big Daddy. It's true. There are Hooters scenes. There's a whole Hooters thing in oh, Big Daddy. That's pretty good. Christian Nunez says that's because Banana Hands 49ers is a Telenova on Telemundo that has 300 episodes in the season, and we're only on season two in Shandy's eyes. That is so true. That is so true. He just comes in at episode three every season, goes, Por qué? <laughs> oh my gosh. Maria. Uh, Por qué? <laughs> Mi corazón. Okay, here we go. He needs a mustache, though. Why is this the most crucial week of the offseason for the 49ers, Jesse? I mean, this is prep week. Grant, this is prep week. We're just, what, four days away from legal tampering period opening up. This is where the 49ers have to figure out how to move money around so that they're ready for free agency. So who are the players that they are ultimately going to rework deals on? Um. What happens with Brock Purdy on Friday is going to play yeah. so big into this offseason, whether he gets surgery, whatever the result of that is, or they have to push back again, then I, they start to kind of know the way that this is going. So right now, I mean, this is all your prep going into the offseason, all of your plans. We're going to know where they actually stand with who you rework, what's Brock Purdy's situation going on with his elbow. And then not only we, but the 49ers can lay out and say, okay, this is the money that's available to us. These are the players that we covet. Who can we offer? Who who can we not offer? So this is it right now. I mean, this week of prep is so important to how the whole offseason plays out from here on out from a money perspective, a player perspective, a quarterback perspective. It's all right here in front of us. Right. This is the, this is the week that the Niners trade for Lamar Jackson. So it's going to be historic. We're all going to remember it. And in two weeks, there'll be a parade down Market Street in San Francisco called the Lamar Parade. And it's going to be a Lamar holiday. So that's going to be really big. Looking forward to that. If the 49ers trade for Lamar Jackson, 
does Steve Young ask that his number is unretired? For I was going to wonder. I was going to ask that. I was going to ask that. Uh, clearly, they're definitely going to let Lamar wear number eight. I would have to say so. Sure. Obviously, no sixteen. Joe's oh, going to let him wear sixteen. I think perfect. So. Even better. The split yeah. off road game sixteen, home games eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Joe would love that. I can't wait for Brock Purdy to actually have surgery. I mean, wow. That's going to. It's like. Oh, also, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to no longer be a 49er at the end of this week. How about that? The That's end true. of an era. That's true. I can't wait to make a video about that. Jimmy, gone. Goodbye. Thank you. So he'll be gone. Brock Purdy will at least be on the mend. That'll be great. Two things. Can't wait for this. You ready? Here it comes on, what is it? The 13th is when legal tampering? No, the 15th is when it actually happens. You're going to have a 14-second video <laughs> post from Grant Cohn. <laughs> And it's going to go something like, it is now March 15th, 2023, and Jimmy Garoppolo is no longer on the San Francisco 49ers. The whole thing. That's it right there. Yep, that's it. How do you know I haven't already made that video and it's scheduled? I, I, I don't know. Sure, I'm, sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yep. I'm going to wish him good luck. Good luck, Jimmy. I hope you do well in your next. I don't care. Um, who, honestly, who do you want to see him sign with just for fun for S's and G's? Where do you want to see him sign? Houston would be nice. Houston Why would be fun because more, because I want to see D'Amico make the same mistake that Kyle made. Don't draft no. a quarterback D'Amico. Don't draft a quarterback. Oh, you got the second pick in the draft. Oh, oh yeah. Don't take, take a D lineman from Stanford and sign Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that'd be the best way to kick off your tenure as a co head coach. I just want to see that happen. Maybe it's because, I don't know. Why I don't want to see that happen because I like D'Amico, so I hope that doesn't happen. I want to see the Raiders. the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders would be fun. The Raiders because would be fun. how fun would it be to make fun of the Raiders for getting rid of Derek Carr and then bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo only to pay him the same amount so you get rid of a mediocre quarterback who doesn't get injured for a mediocre quarterback who does get injured. I nothing better. That's something the Raiders would do. I that's what I hope happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Okay, so he'll be gone. Brock will be recovering. Maybe Trey Lance will put out some uh Instagram posts this week where he's throwing with Brandon. Whatever happened to that? Remember in the in the past the Trey Lance was he had all these teammates around him that wanted to work out with him. Now it's like it's not happening. Like, what's up with that? Out with CJ Beathard. Yeah, is that? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious. Are the Niners going to resign CJ as a third? No, CJ got resigned already by the uh, Jaguars. Oh, got to keep him away from the 49ers. Copy yeah. all over that. Uh, <laughs> Lamonte seven fifty seven says Kyle has no play. All his dad's old plays. How did Brandon Marshall and Debo knew the same play? code that Debo said yeah we do that play all the time yeah I think there is I think Kyle is pretty faithful to what his dad was doing I mean, I'm sure there's updates and stuff but I'm sure it's also kind of outdated and antiquated but Kyle's so clever that he makes it work also he has a lot of talent at skill positions on this team not a quarterback the most the most talent he pays a lot of money for running backs and tight ends and everything so yeah Lamonte Jalapeno well, I was going to say, I don't, I don't remember. I watched part of that interview, but mm -hmm. I do remember. Wasn't Brandon Marshall there during training camp? Wasn't he there asking questions? And then he yep. was asking, like, 
oh, is this still your favorite thing to do on third and long? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> we do it all the time. It's like, oh, okay. but we call it this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Jalapeno23 says, QB coach ever teach sliding when scrambling? I've never seen anyone slide in a, in a football practice ever. No, Bruton they says don't. In, the, in, fact, in fact, Trey Lance's quarterback coach told me they don't work on that. So, no, I've never seen it. Britain says if the Niners don't make a big move and just roll with the same old team, we should just name them the SF 19ers. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. The 19ers. They go get Buckner back? Because they're stuck in the past. Not 1849, but 2019. I like that. That's hilarious. Yeah, go get Buckner. Dave Barclay says, how do we create the most cap space? Restructure? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you There's do no it. One- there's no one that can just cut and magically create hella cap space. No, I mean, so the guys that they should restructure are going to be Fred Warner. Obviously, if you extend Bosa, but you got to do that soon if you want to get that $13 million. And then you restructure Fred Warner, you restructure CMC. With your $8 million, that puts you at around $35 million. You can clear up another eight if you do Charvarius Ward. And that's where I would stop. Because now you start getting into the Kittles, the Trent Williams, the Armsteads, which you can free up a ton more money. But now you're kicking the can down the road on guys that are 30 plus. So I would stay away from those. Dave Barclay says, I will laugh from a good, healthy place when Jimmy gets picked up by another team. I've been waiting too long to see our defense destroy him and for him to not be on our team anymore. Dave, all you had to do was go to training camp. It was free. It was (laughs) daily. And it was exactly what you were hoping to see. So maybe you'll get to see it in, on television. Bay Area Baller 18 says, why is Washington, Las Vegas, Carolina, and Atlanta reportedly out on Lamar Jackson? I have, I mean, I have a theory. Two schools of thought. You'll go ahead and give your theory because I think it's probably the consensus, but go ahead. Well, I'll know about Carolina and Atlanta because those teams are owned by very rich men. But uh, the Raider, uh, Lamar wants a fully guaranteed contract. To do that, you have to put a whole lot of money in escrow. Like you have to match it, right? Don't you? You have to put match that cash number, whatever the guaranteed number is, put it in an escrow account. And some of these owners f- simply don't have the cash to do it. So, if you don't have like half a billion dollars in cash lying around or the ability to, to create that type of liquidity, you can't even really get in this conversation with these type of quarterbacks. So there's there's that. There's that. There's that the league has made it very clear that they don't want another quarterback to get fully guaranteed money on a long-term deal because that changes the league forever. It does. I mean, once you start doing that, then it starts turning into left tackles and defensive ends. And then you have to redo collective bargaining agreements and it turns more into the NBA. Like, how do we get out from under these contracts without penalties when these players are injured? It just, it's a, I think it's a rabbit hole that they don't want to go down. I understand but it's inevitable. it to a certain extent, but yeah, it is inevitable. And then I would say the other thing is it sounds like teams believe that the Ravens are just playing a game. They're waiting for somebody else to sign Lamar and then they'll just match. And so now they look stupid and maybe they've told their young quarterbacks like, uh, we don't believe in you. We want Lamar and it doesn't go well because the Ravens are like, yeah, we're matching that. Thank you mm-hmm. for doing our dirty work for us. We got it from here. So that's one th- crucial thing to mention to people like no one can just take Lamar Jackson, right? This, the Niners, you know, a team can make an offer, sign him to something and the Ravens can say, yep, we, we're matching that end of story. 
that it's over. The whole drama. So that's an interesting wrinkle. Miguel says, honestly, I don't think Kyle's offense can carry the defense like the defense has carried him and his offense the past six years. Maybe draft a DT, LOL. What's crazy is his offense carried the defense in Atlanta. And we thought that's what was going to be happening here on the Niners, but it's, that's not the team he wanted to build. Because he said when he had Madden 97, he used to always draft Michael Strahan first. So if we, mm. maybe Jed should have asked that. <laughs> Official being in music. Madden 97, who would you draft first? Michael Strahan, he's out! <laughs> Kyle wants to be his dad so bad he throws passes to a McCaffrey. True. Over under 3.5 stars for Trey Lance. Oh, Caesar. That's over. Over. Kevin, over. Kevin. Legal tampering week, the NFL is classed as an entertainment industry legally, uh, where match fixing is technically legal. Sports wise, this game is chess. I mean, I've heard that. I don't know if I'm like willing to go completely to that side, but it's an entertainment yeah, business. Other, we'll say that. But on the other hand, they suspended Calvin Ridley for life or not life, but like a season or two because he bet on some other fantasy football. So, yeah, standards, standards. Oh, you didn't read the last super chat. Oh my God! Cone documentary for the cone documentary. I would pay to hear some exclusive Niner stories, secrets, current, old that the public don't know about yet. Good idea. I mean, I'm going to talk to Ooh, my guy. I like who gets that. to be the voiceover to that documentary? You got to get somebody Ooh. with like a real good voice. Ah, uh, do I know anyone with like a really nice FM voice? Got to think about. I it. don't know. You got to figure it out. <laughs> Uh, let's go through the order of importance for different, very important position groups on, on a football team. Just to just for clarity. Yeah, I think again, this it all stems from conversations today. I think there's a clear way to build the team. I think the NFL through the draft process tells you what's most important, and I think the NFL through paying free agents tells you what is most important. So if we're going to do a tiered list, it starts with the quarterback. Number one, most important position you can sign. Number two is protecting your quarterback. So left tackles are usually highly paid because they protect the blind side. Obviously, offensive linemen across the board are right very tackles important. too. Yeah, right, right tackles, tackles too. too. Yes, yeah. Lane absolutely. Johnson, great player, was a top yep. five pick. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So protecting the quarterback. And number three, the other position that's drafted really high and paid, getting after the quarterback. But I think it's a clear hierarchy. I think that is the order. It's quarterback, protecting your quarterback, getting after opposing quarterbacks. That's the hierarchy. And that, to me, is why the 49ers are struggling, because they kind of work that backwards. They, yeah, they do. are going after, getting after that's opposing right. quarterbacks. Yep. And then they're going after skill positions and all these other things. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, also quarterback and offensive line. That's kind of like the cherry on top. But that's not how you build yeah. a roster to win a Super Bowl. Not not now. It's not definitely ever, backward. Actually. And it's backward. <laughs> and it, what's it's crazy is like they've built the best roster you could possibly build this way. And I don't think it's good enough. And I think they need to like change their philosophy and acknowledge that they're it's not that they're spending too much on their defensive line, but they're spending not enough on their quarterback and their offensive line, uh, especially their offensive line. If you want to get by with quarterbacks on rookie deals, great, but you got to give, you got to have five good offensive linemen. And the Niners haven't had five good offensive linemen ever since Kyle Shanahan's been here. It's been three, 
two, maybe four, but it's time to get five. And if they could do that, honestly, if they could get Lamar Jackson a center and a right tackle, and they had to lose Nick Bosa and Aziz Alshair and Emmanuel Mosley and Tashawn Gibson, who cares? There's the Super Bowl right. team right there. But right. the Niners are so caught up with we have the best defense in the league, and we got this great defensive line, and we're going to build through this. What, what did Kyle Shanahan say? I wish I had 25 defensive linemen on my team. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. What, How about what are you talking about, man? So, so that the other team can hold them in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and they won't get the flag and you can complain about it all offseason? Like, look around you. It's an offensive league. You're an offensive coach. What are you afraid of? Yeah. I mean... The, you're right. This is as good of a team as you're going to build outside of the quarterback it. position. It's the best you can do. You got the best running back, the best tight end. What more could you add to this team the way it's currently constructed? They're not. What are they going to do this offseason? What are they going to do? They're going to sign a kicker. They got their, their long snapper locked up. They're going to keep this team together as long as they freaking can. There's not much more they can do. They're not going to sign Deron Payne. Forget that. They might sign Jesse Bates. Okay, great. Keep that defense elite. Not, you know, elite, but not all-time great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of true. I, I don't... I, how many times... The reason that 49er fans are frustrated with the outcome of this season is they felt like the 49ers had the best team. But when you really break it down, maybe going into 2019, we didn't feel this way, but by the end of 2019, felt like the 49ers had the best team. <laughs> Last year, Felt like the 49ers had the best team. There's a theme here. They do have the best team. The 49ers do have the best overall team. I, I if mean, you don't count kind of quarterback. If you don't count quarterbacks, if and people you don't who protect count them. quarterback, but that is so important and so much more important than all of the other positions that having the best team doesn't overcome not having the guy at quarterback. That is the difference. That's why the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl. That's why when I'm asked if, how long is the 49ers Super Bowl window open? I say, I think the window's unlocked. I don't think it's open until you definitely get that quarterback. Maybe that guy's on the roster. Maybe he's not, but they haven't figured it out. I think it's interesting. Um, the last team that won Super Bowls with defense were the Broncos in 2015 and the Seahawks with Pete Carroll. And that team scored 40-something points when they won the Super Bowl. But that was a dominant, dominant defense and what's interesting is Pete Carroll is rebuilding his team. And it looks to me like he could give a fuck about defense at this point. I mean, it's all about offense right now. They got the quarterback. They drafted two starting offensive linemen last year, both tackles. They got a running back last year. They got really good wide receivers. Like, they're really a very, very talented offense. And the defense sucks. But you figure, like, with Pete Carroll and, like, maybe a few, like, one good draft, they put that... They can make that. They could take that defense from bad to good enough in a year, and that's what you can do with defense. You can you can do that immediately with a good coach and a few good draft picks. He's not worried about that. He'll have that defense up to speed now. But what you got to do is put most of your effort into the offense. Pete Carroll gets that a defensive coach, but Kyle's over here thinking about his defense. It kills me. I don't get that. He even went as far to say is, hey. I know we just signed Gino. We still have a top pick in this draft. We might draft right. a quarterback still. That's right. I bet you <laughs> yeah. they will. My prediction yeah. is that they're going to draft Hendon Hooker, which I think is going to be a great pick for them if it happens. I like Hendon yeah. Hooker. He just tore his ACL, and maybe he needs a little, most quarterbacks need a little bit of time. So you got Geno Smith over there. You got Hendon Hooker after him. I think that would be money. That's what I think. 
if you, they get Richardson, well, Richardson's going to go. Be, Richardson's going to be the first pick in the draft. That's my. Point. You think so? First yes. pick. Yes. Damn. First pick. First pick. That's crazy. Called the Jalen Hurts effect. I think if the Colts go to number one, he'd be the first pick. That's the one team that I would say they, they might. would first. They might. Probably. Because they, I mean, because they just got Shane second. And it seems like the, the quarterbacks are going to go one, two, three, and the Colts are four. So they're going to might need to move up. Yeah. James Williams says, do you think after the pro football talk quote from Jimmy Ward stating he's willing to come back as nickel cornerback, that opens the door for Nico to come back as a Niner? Or is he still too much? He said that? I talked yeah, to Jimmy Ward during the season. Um, I was going to keep this off the record, because, but if he's telling people. He told me he'd be, he'd be willing to play nickel for the Niners if they let him play safety too. Sorry, Jimmy, but you just talked to Pro Football Talk. So He yeah. told me in the locker room that he'd be down to play nickel if he also could play safety too in the future. Maybe he's changed his mind, but that's what he told me during the season. Yeah, he, he and, did yeah. say that. I mean, I always yeah. felt like Jimmy Ward wanted to come back and that he just kind of knows how the 49ers process works. I mean, he talked about it last offseason. Like, yeah, they try to screw you over, and now he knows and the he game. Knows and he knows what he's worth. He yeah. knows what he's worth. It's not like if he leaves the Niners, his career is over. Like, there's going to be someone willing to pay him probably $10 million a year. So if the Niners want to be that team, great. If not, I mean, Jimmy Ward's life won't fall apart. Yeah. I think he's also smart enough to realize the landscape, and there's a lot of really good safeties that are hitting the open market that are much younger than he is that are probably going to get paid more money, and so the likelihood of him getting that big safety money is less likely than what he probably was hoping for. So, But he probably knows that there's a possibility that the Niners get left at the altar with Jesse Bates or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and they got to yeah. call up Jimmy Ward kind of awkwardly yep. at 2 a.m. Like, hey, what's up? You still up? <laughs> Trying to come over and be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but only this one time. Dave Barclay says, I will do your voiceover and now Grant and Lowell will do, we'll like we'll do auditions. <laughs> Zane Warren says, Nick Bosa for Justin Tucker. I think that's fair. I like, can that. you, if you do auditions, can you do it on the cone phone so everybody yeah. can hear these auditions? You got three lines that everybody has to read. Please, you know, the entertainment value that would bring to everybody. If you don't know what I'm talking about, a uh, filmmaker reached out to me. He's got an IMDb, and he's interested in doing like a, a a documentary about me and my dad. But he wants to sort of do it like in episodes and release it sort of like as premium content on my YouTube channel. So he's wondering what would my viewers actually pay to watch. And I don't know that there's anything my viewers would pay to watch. I I don't know. So I'm asking you if there's something that you would actually wa- like really well produced, like not like me at my really well produced stuff let me know let me know i think we draft dtr thanks to you grant no no no. the niners always do exactly what i say not to do so dtr so sorry you're screwed never coming to the 49ers ever <laughs> it's not gonna happen only thing is adam peters went played adam peters played football at, U- at ucla d end never actually played but he was on the team walk on and i've seen him every time i go to a ucla game he's on the sideline like and i'm what i I thought, man, he must love someone on this team. Nah, he's just on UCLA, but he's seen ETR play a lot. <laughs> Kyle, a def- Kyle's a defensive-minded head coach and offensive coordinator. He's kind of concerned. I mean, he started out as a defensive guy. It's true. I have a feeling Bryce Young will be the best quarterback in this draft. I mean, 
Yeah, I think Bryce Young is definitely going to be good. I couldn't say that about C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson. You don't know. But those guys definitely have a higher upside than Bryce Young. Oh, I, I mean, I haven't put in the film work like I normally would on these quarterbacks because the 49ers aren't getting them. I will just say surface level, I really like Stroud, but I'm not going to like stamp it and book it because I haven't put in the, the work or effort into it, so I'm not sure. I actually think like you, t- people always compare players to players of the same ethnicity. But to me, I mean, C.J. Stroud and Joe Burrow, like, physically are very similar. And Burrow went to Ohio State, too. He just left. The thing is, it's not, it's not C.J. Stroud's fault, but Ohio State does not prepare quarterbacks for the NFL. It's kind of like Alabama with linebackers. Like, you don't want an Alabama linebacker. Reuben Foster, Rolando McClain, what is it? Well, they play behind nothing but five-star defensive linemen. Yep. And so these linebackers never have ever had to take on a block in their lives. They just run and hit. And it's not going to be that easy in the NFL. In Ohio State, these quarterbacks, they're great. They're five-star players, but they got five-star offensive linemen, and there's never pressure in the pocket, ever, ever. So you're not prepared for the NFL game because in the NFL, there's pressure in the pocket 75% of the time. And that's new for these quarterbacks coming from Ohio State. But that being said, Justin Fields could work out. You know, C.J. Stroud could work out. Uh, mm-hmm. No one had worked out from Texas Tech until Patrick Mahomes pulled it off. So you can't just write off a quarterback because he went to where he went to school. But you also got to know the history. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with that. I definitely do. I just from the little bit that I've seen of him, I just really like the way he plays the position. I mean, I think it's I don't know, he's just a really good player, man. I think he's very cerebral. He's he's got a good arm. He can make all the throws. He's mobile. Who? Stroud. Stroud. I agree. And yeah. he's big. Um, and, and Bryce strong. Young, he's yeah, really he's small, but like Bryce he's is. better than he's better than Tua, who just led the league in NFC in uh, quarterback rating. I understand yeah. worrying about durability, but frankly, he's that's an issue with it. Small, small though. Have you seen the picture of him next to Kyler Murray? I was having this debate with somebody. It was with Marco actually. He's like, "Oh no, he's bigger than Kyler," and I'm like, "No, he's not." And so I sent a pic. We were trying to guess what he would measure out at the combine. I sent him a picture next to Kyler. Oh my gosh. So much smaller than Kyler. He was shorter and he was much skinnier than Kyler. That was crazy well, th- to me. He's definitely skinnier. I think they measured at the same height ish, but what I think he's he's five ten plus, which is very short. But I don't care. Kyler Murray isn't a he's not a failure, but he didn't not live up to expectations because he's five ten. It's because he plays Call of Duty too much and he blew out his knee. Which I wonder I'm not gonna go there. But uh with Bryce, I'm not worried about him blowing out his knee in a non contact drill. Uh, play for whatever reason. Um, I'm not going to go there. But what I'm going to say is I'm not worried about his height. I like his burst. I like his creativity. He actually seems like he plays like Patrick Mahomes, but at 5'10". Bryce Young. A 5'10 version of Patrick Mahomes. So I I don't know. Is that going to be an all-time great quarterback? Maybe not. But Anthony Richardson could be a bust. CJ Stroud could be a bust. Bryce Young isn't going to be a bust. He might get hurt, but you can say that about any quarterback. I wouldn't say just because he's small. I mean, Trey Lance got hurt. He's freaking huge. Yeah, I mean, there is something to it, though. When you're that small, these quarterbacks really do struggle to see the middle of the field. I mean, that's just fact. That is true. That so, is true. And that, that can hinder quarterbacks. I mean, the middle of the field is very important in the NFL, and you got to be able to you know, get throws out on time over the middle. And that that is actually, in my opinion, the biggest hindrance in Kyler Murray's game. They have to call all these air raid shot plays to the outside of the numbers 
which he can hit because he's got the arm to do so, but it's because he really struggles seeing over the middle of the field. And so if Bryce has that same problem, that that's problematic in the NFL. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to be one thing or, or not. I'm just things to look out for. Well, the way I look at it is like every quarterback has his limitations. And obviously sure. with a shorter quarterback, that's a limitation. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be able to do everything you want from the pocket. No. But my question is, what's more important? Being like great from the pocket and being able to do everything from the pocket and have that stature or being great outside the pocket and being good enough in the pocket. Because Russell Wilson pretty much put together a borderline Hall of Fame career by being good enough from the pocket and being yeah. freaking amazing outside the pocket. And there's something to be said for that. Now, he's not at 34. He's, he, he's not dynamic anymore. But at 25, he was Barry Sanders with an arm. You know, like he was, yeah. I, I would take 25 year old Russell Wilson. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's because he wasn't playing Call of Duty. Right. That's the reason that Russell's kind of falling apart is because he's lost that, lost that athleticism yeah. and he does struggle to see over the middle of the field. There's plenty of passes he, he just passes no. up and he's very similar to Kyler and that he's got to hit outside the numbers. So, yeah, I mean, all these guys have their flaws. I, it's tough though. Like for me, and maybe this is a wrong philosophy. I just try to figure out, okay, if you have your flaws, is it something that you can never pick up on and never learn? Or is it something that you could potentially be taught with the right system and right, right coaches around you? You can't teach height and you can't teach size. You can't teach arm strength. Like there's certain things that just will never be taught. So it's hard. It's hard. You also can't teach burst. And I'm starting to feel like, You know, if that were a Madden score, like I, I would care more about a, a guy's burst than his height. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. you want both. You want yeah. both for sure. Yeah. But if oh, someone has sure. a 99 burst and is 5'10", you could work with that. At oh, least, I agree with that. Yes. You could work with I that. You know what I'm saying? That. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, Vicky says, Kyle is never winning a Super Bowl. He is a wannabe head coach. He is simply a great offensive coordinator who chokes in big games. Vicky, boom, 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 boom. I feel you, Vicky. My dad feels you too. But I'm Jed telling York, you, man, everybody's just on Kyle the last couple of weeks. It's crazy. I feel like after seven years, people kind of see him for what he is. Like, he does a lot of good things. But for an offensive genius, man, he leans on his defense and can't figure out the quarterback position. That's just a fact. It's been almost a decade. And they're back to square one. That's frustrating. Yeah, that is a lot of people gave him the Trey Lance benefit of the doubt. And it's like, okay, well, I, uh-huh, I feel stupid now. I feel stupid. And you're going to bring in Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton. Like I'm, I'm ready to be to hate you, Kyle. So why don't you f- flip this narrative now? Mm. Put your traveling footage in the documentary. I, I th- please keep the suggestions coming. I'm going to come back. I'm going to go back through the chat with the guy, and we will read all of your suggestions. So you don't have to put them in super chat form. I'd pay twenty dollars. I want to see how you prep. I want to see how you prep for everything. Game day, covering practice, and weekday vids. Ooh, that's a good idea. That is a see, great. See, now idea. you guys are thinking. Now you yep. guys are thinking. And what's cool is Larry actually has a, a cameraman he brings into the locker room with him. Hopefully the Niners will let me bring a cameraman around just to document. Does he really? My, How does he get away with that? I, I don't know. But I'm going to be like, hey, like, if he gets a cameraman, can I get a cameraman too? Mm. I'm famous. They're making a documentary. It's for, it's for educational purposes. Yeah, but they'll be like, uh, you can't get paid off this documentary and our players, so nope. Pretty much. Double B Studio <laughs> says this viewer me would pay to watch y'all, y'all series. This is very this is very this is intriguing. Is there anything you guys strongly disagree on? Strongly disagree on? There have been times that we've strongly disagreed. I mean, just off the top of my head, 
and I can't think of like anything wild, but if we disagree, it's going to be organic and it'll happen. We had a show earlier this year where we were button heads pretty heavy on, I forget what the topic was, but we were not at all on the same page at all. Well, Jesse, Jesse thinks the Messiah has come and, and died for our sins. Whereas I'm still kind of waiting around. That's true. That's you know very saying? true. We're kind of waiting true. around. Jews, a little skeptical on that one. Great guy. Jesus Jew. <laughs> a Jew. A Jew. Uh, so we have a, a fundamental we have a fundamental disagreement there. Um we disagree on stuff, but I actually was surprised that he'd be into trading Trey Lance for Lamar Jackson. We got there independently. I thought I think of of Jesse as being Trey Lance's number one advocate, but Jesse's I am. And he is. But at the same time, he's not stupid. I mean, he he could do the the math he did the math yeah yeah lamar jackson got it oh we we disagreed big that's what we disagreed on it was the cmc thing in fact i made him bring it up multiple weeks in a row and be like are you sure are you sure you still disagree are you sure grant that you disagree and i was right i was right i was right someone uh someone brought up on my i don't know if this is correct but someone brought up on my stream earlier today that no team I think Marshawn Lynch is the one exception, but no team except for him in like the last twenty something years has won a Super Bowl with a co- with a running back who was making more than two point five million dollars that year. Two point five. Ooh. Maybe that's a coinky dink, but something to something to marinate on. Well, that as, was the case for the quarterback thing until it wasn't. To be fair, well, Grant. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey could be Christian McCaffrey could be the Patrick Mahomes of uh running backs. Who's to say he's not? Double B Studio says we forget that we have a different D coach too. Steve Wilkes, he's good though, but he is new. Is DTR the closest QB to Lamar Jackson? No, no, it's Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson and Anthony Richardson, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Fields are like the three best athletes. They're like in the Michael Vick class. I wouldn't say DTR is in the Michael Vick class of quarterbacks. I like DTR though. He's in the Mariota class, probably. I wouldn't even say that. I mean, no. Mariota was the second pick in the draft. DTR might go und- undrafted. Just like, from an athletic standpoint. Athletic standpoint? Yeah. 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 I mean, Mariota yeah. shouldn't have been the second pick in the draft. Yeah, it's true. He was on a really good Oregon team. Maybe Mariota. I mean, he maybe. Maybe. Standards indeed. Says Kevin, I bought your dad's most recent book after an email. Kind word. Kind wordly retort. Go cash in, Grant. It's a beautiful time in life to do so. My dad's in. He said, whatever I want to do, he wants to do so. I mean, I, w- I would say this, too. I don't. I mean, it probably doesn't get done without money, unfortunately. This guy's going to want to be paid himself. But oh just, yeah, one of those cool things that if you just have it, that's something you can show your kids Absolutely. when they're, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's something really, really cool that you just don't necessarily get back. Actually, here's something we do disagree on. You actually are to the point where it's time to get rid of Kyle, and I do disagree with that. That's another Um, one. Big one. But I don't... Like, I agree with a lot of the points that people say because Mm -hmm. he's definitely not perfect. He's elite in certain areas. In my opinion, Kyle is elite in developing coaches and late-round talent. I think that he's an elite play designer. I think where he struggles is in-game crucial situations. And finding an actual quarterback and sticking to the quarterback and making sure that they develop. So there are areas of opportunity, but I also don't think like, hey, it's time to trade or get rid of Kyle. I'm not there yet. I think Grant's been there for a while. So, you know, I would say we disagree on that. But the premise of why he gets there, I don't think there's a big disagreement there. 
Yeah, and to me, it's like the Tony Dungy thing. Like Tony Dungy was excellent in uh, Tampa. He was, what was he in Tampa? He was fifty four and forty two. Mm-hmm. So he kind of rebuilt that team. He had him right on the cusp of winning a bunch of years, and eventually they were like, "Dude, you're just not going to get it done." Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have got it done with them, but they pulled the plug I, and brought I in John Gruden. That story, right? That he had just—I swear I said it on your show like last week. Maybe I didn't. Where he was. I had just watched the Tony Dungy interview like two weeks ago and he talked about that situation and how the reason that he left Tampa is because the owners, the Glazers had a different philosophy. They wanted to win right now and they felt like they could. He wanted to build a long-term winner. And so they moved on from him. They had Gruden and some, another coach in mind. They ended up getting Gruden obviously. And we saw that they were able to win, but they didn't keep the turn, the team competitive long-term because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, he felt like, hey, we'll always be competitive if I'm the coach and we'll eventually break through, but I'm not going all in to win right now this year. And I feel like that's kind of where Kyle's at. Kyle is, hey, I'm going to build a long-term successful winner and we'll eventually break through. And there are coaches out there that the Sean McVays that would come in and say, we'll give up everything and we're going to break through now. And then we're going to leave disaster and issues in the future but at least we'll get our ring so well maybe tony dungy would have won a super bowl with the bucks if he had just keep trying the same formula over and over and over and over and over again but he only won a super bowl in indianapolis when he had paid manning so maybe that's who kyle shanahan is you know maybe kyle shanahan is just never going to win a super bowl if he's building the team himself but if he gets to inherit a hall of fame quarterback like his dad did then he'll win a super bowl i i, I concede that kyle shanahan could win a super bowl if he got to leave the 49ers and go coach, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes. But he, he missed that opportunity. He doesn't get that opportunity. Maybe he will in the future. Right now, his best opportunity is to go trade for Lamar Jackson or make it work with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. He's going to sign Andy Dalton instead. So, I don't know. Debo won't survive past game one. Niners won't re-sign either Ward and uh, will sign more running backs. Go Kyle. Anthony, speaking from the future, thank you so much. Going into your time machine and letting us know what's going to happen. I really appreciate that. I wish more people would do that. Plumbing Gone 42, probably not in the future, says, Hot take, I don't buy the C.J. Stroud hype. Typical Ohio State prospect who is surrounded by stud athletes and doesn't have to play hero ball until he's stuck with garbage NFL roster. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. It's always a, a shock for Ohio State quarterbacks when you go from the best team to the worst team, and it's like, oh, shit. My college team was better than this. It yeah, is. It is. Definitely a shock. For, for sure. It's a shock. It With me, uh, on the other hand, you got Brock Purdy go, going from Ohio State to the Niners. Like, oh my god, <laughs> this is so much easier. Christian McCaffrey, Debo, wow, thank you. Kyle Shanahan, he was playing hero ball in college. Yeah, he that'll was. be CJ Stroud. Yeah, if it, if he makes you do it barefoot, stay away. It's his knees. If he makes me put the the lotion on before, before in the, <laughs> and put put it back in the basket. Chris Telerico says, really late to the stream, but hear me out. Why not Shani Bosa and Brock for Lamar and some picks? Because they have Harbaugh, who's arguably a better coach. If you wanted to trade Kyle Shanahan, you probably should have done that a couple months ago so you could have gotten on the the hiring cycle and gotten someone. Now is not... I was... My dad would trade him. My dad says the Niners should fire his ass. And I like the way he says that. But I would trade him because I think he's worth a whole lot. And you got to do that before other other coaches get hired. So now it's a little late for that. It's a little late for that. You definitely do. So Kyle... You get one more year before I trade you. Double B Studio says, for your doc series, you should talk about the exact moment you knew you wanted to be a journalist and what led up to it. 
That would be a good story, actually. I haven't told that story. Two words. On Hood! Says funny On man. Hood. I love on it hood. when that comes through. On your- he does it all. I love it. So great. Lamonte757 says, Jesse, how you call him a good play designer when his plays get quarterbacks hurt? How many quarterbacks did his dad get hurt? Play the kid as a QB, not running back. The one thing I'd say to that is Kyle's plays do work on paper, and he always has the right play to attack a right coverage, but he doesn't spend enough. He doesn't pay attention enough to the matchups. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, the play works on paper, but the matchup is Tyler Croft versus Hassan Reddick. Kyle, do you like that matchup? Yes. You notice what I didn't say, Lamont? Yeah. Is I didn't say he's an excellent play caller. And that there is the difference. You can design yeah, plays. Certainly is. You have to put them together in a certain order in certain times against certain players. There you and go. he does do that a lot where he there can get go. wide open guys. However, yeah, he certainly could set things I up. Mean, little bit better and differently in some that play action design was perfect against that coverage but that call was not a good idea against with those matchups i'm saying not that especially not that early in the game let's play the would you rather game before this before this uh show goes off the rails let's do it okay would you rather the 49ers go after tom brady aaron Rodgers, or lamar jackson lamar jackson Lamar Jackson, even though he's, he's the one guy who's not. Yes, he's in okay. his twenties. He's fast. Yes, they're all good options. I mean, they're all. I mean, the other two have won Super Bowls, but one's thirty-eight, one's forty-five. Give me the one who's not thirty-eight or forty-five. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. I mean, even though it's going to cost the most, Lamar's probably the guy. Although Brady, I mean, I just Brady doesn't want to get hit anymore. If Brady. <laughs> If Brady didn't mind being hit and that didn't show up in his game, I would say Brady because you're going to have to give up nothing for him and you're probably like guaranteed to win a Super Bowl if Brady was Brady, but he just he doesn't want to take shots anymore. So I got to agree. Lamar's the one. All right. <laughs> would you rather restructure Eric Armstead and kick the can down the road, meaning he's going to continue to stay on this team for longer than you want? Or oh, that, that Larry, that, that Larry, uh, the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm, oh. Larry David, the Larry David meme, where he's just like, oh god, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> restructure Armstead or pick up Kinlaw's fifth year option. Whew. Wow, <laughs> your face was like reality hit you when I said Kinlaw's. Fifth hey, I got to go with Armstead on that one. Got to go with Armstead on that one. You can't. Ooh, pick I up don't Kinlaw's know. Fifth year I option. You can't do that. How much would that be? I don't know. A lot. A lot? No, can't do that. <laughs> I have no idea. But a lot. Like, here's the thing sure. with arms. Here's the thing with Kinlaw that we can't really say, and I haven't said, but like, honestly, is he one of the 53 best players in the team? Oh, I don't think he is anymore. Like, everyone talks about him because he's a first round pick and he's a good story, but why are you more emotionally invested in his career than T.Y. McGill's or the guy on the practice squad? Like, what has Kinlaw shown in the NFL, especially since he got hurt in Dallas? Like, that's my question. Does he really even deserve a spot in the team? I don't know. Mm. So Armstead's good. He is. Is he good. overpaid? Yes. He is. is he overpaid? Yes. But Armstead's good. He's a good ass player. He is really good, but that means I'm gonna have to keep him until he's 34. And, and he's gonna get paid a crap ton then. I think I might just bite the bullet on one year of Kinlaw and just say F it. <laughs> yeah, YOLO. Pay t- pay ten million for Kinlaw as opposed to thirty million for Armstead. 
I think I might. 34-year-old Armstead. I see what so you I mean. I think I'm going to go for your option on Kinlaw, but I don't feel good about it. Okay. Would you rather player. re-sign Jimmy Ward or Emmanuel Mosley? Jimmy Ward. Oh. Nothing against Emmanuel Mosley, but he's going to be more expensive. He plays. He's coming off a torn ACL. Um, safeties are just cheaper. And Jimmy Ward is more versatile, and he didn't tear his ACL. Uh, I'm prepared to let Emmanuel Mosley go, even though he's a really good player. Lenore stepped up. You can't, you can't extend every freaking player on your team. And again, Jimmy will be cheaper. Jimmy, plus, I'm personal friends with I'm just kidding. Yeah. He I'm is not. your guy. He's your favorite player He's on the guy. team. Jimmy. I'm going Emmanuel Mosley just for the age factor. I mean, I love Jimmy Ward. I love what That's he true. brings to the team from like just an emotional standpoint as well and the physicality. I love everything about Jimmy Ward, but I just I can't with that age. So I'm That's I'm gonna fair. go E Man. I'm going to go E-Man. Okay. And corners... See, we're disagreeing. Yeah. We're just... But people want us to have knockdown, drag-out arguments, Grant. Uh, I don't do that I'm, with anyone I'm on my good. channel. Uh, That's not what my channel's about. It's about conversations, not arguing. Because arguing, yeah, people don't really listen. I mean, but I also want it to be organic. I, I do understand. It is It is nice when people disagree. I, I will agree. Oh, I disagreement agree is great. That. Disagreement is great. Absolutely. But... It has to be organic. But I'm not trying to beat you in an argument. I'm actually trying to hear your point of view. For sure. If you have For one. sure. But, you but, I, but I, like I said, it has to be organic. I'm not going to argue just to play devil's advocate. Like, right. I want to be like right. Those TV shows. And if I yeah. feel like you're right, then I'm going to agree with you. It's just the way it is. So, And we don't talk about these things. We come up with our own thoughts, and they just happen to be the same mm -hmm. a lot. It's the way it is. Okay. You know, we have our, we have two hour production meetings before the show starts. We do. I'm like, get yeah, your ass in the, the green doctor. room and let's rehearse it four times. Yeah. 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 It's true. So do it. true. Yeah. Would you rather sign Khalil Mack if he gets cut, which it sounds like he is, or Frank Clark? And let's say it has to be a two year deal for both because Khalil is much older than Frank. Can we do Khalil Mack just because he didn't do what Frank Clark did? In college. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 God, that was disturbing. Go read that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. That's I don't think the Niners would ever touch Frank Clark, ever. I don't either. There's like four but, teams in the league that would touch him. Seattle, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and three. Yeah, maybe three. Three. Frank Clark, uh, I'll, I'll say this about Frank Clark. I don't necessarily want Frank Clark because of that, but I want somebody like Frank Clark as far as his personality goes. I think this team needs somebody like Frank Clark. They do. Good player. Very good player. It's not, but it's I don't really see the Niners. Attitude, man. It's the I don't give an F attitude. I'm kind of on my own. I beat to my own drum. I'll talk a lot of crap. Like, I, I might love be crazy. That. Yeah. Might be crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Him. Guys like Marcus Peters. Ahmad Brooks was kind. Ahmad, Ahmad Brooks was kind of like that. Ahmad Brooks, had, you know, had that. Yeah, Ahmad Brooks was like that. And it, it's good for teams. It's good for teams. It is. Jimmy you gotta Ward's have one kind of like that a little bit, but he does it in a, a fun way, you know. But when he's on the field, he's hey, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hit people. I love that mentality. I love that mentality. So for me, getting a player like Frank Clark, as far as his mentality on the field, and maybe in pressers and that type of stuff, I would love to have. Not the other stuff that I can agree with. So also, it doesn't really. What's interesting, it doesn't really seem like Khalil Mack is the same player he was in with the Raiders. Nope. Maybe no, no, no. you know, maybe maybe Gruden was right about that. He never really. Yeah. Anyway, 
Well, if you remember, John Lynch said he put more towards that trade than the Bears did, and they snubbed him. So maybe for the better. Okay, your two favorite free agent quarterbacks. Would you rather sign Andy Dalton or Matt Ryan? Oh, my God. Matt Ryan. Andy Dalton? That guy... <laughs> both of them should retire. You actually said Matt Ryan. I thought for sure you were going to say Dalton the way you were talking earlier about Andy Matt Ryan. Dalton has never been good. There was never a point in time when Andy Dalton was good. People might have thought he was for a second or pretended like he was for a minute and a half. He was never good. Never good. Matt Ryan had a moment, and it was with Kyle. Andy Dalton never had a moment. I don't understand why he's still a thing. The Red Rifle. Are you kidding me? I was going to say, are you, you kidding me? Like the Red Rifle if you're not good for a moment? Yeah, I mean, TCU Horn Frogs, baby. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Andy Dalton's fine as a backup quarterback. I don't mind Andy Dalton. I really don't. I thought he's there fine if he doesn't have to play. There were throws that he made in, in that 49er game that you're like, okay, I, I could he see He manages why you're to like hang around and do nothing. It looks competent. He drops back. He throws a ball. It's got a spiral. He completes 65% of his passes. It looks like an NFL quarterback. And then he finishes the game and there's zero points. It's like, how the fuck did you do that? How did you get zero points? Well, zero. okay. In that game, what? Uh, Alvin Kamara fumbled inside the three. I'm trying to think. There was something else. Um, they That's went true. for it on fourth down when they should have kicked a field goal. There was a few right. things coaching that could have been a little bit different. He sucks. I'd rather have Jameis Winston. Honestly. <laughs> Matt Ryan, though. Matt Ryan right now versus Andy Dalton right now. I think I, I got to go Andy Dalton. I'd rather have Jameis Winston over both of them. I don't disagree with that, but that wasn't the question, Grant. You can't just change the rules. I said Matt Ryan. <laughs> it's slow ass, old ass Matt Ryan. I would take over Andy Dalton and his red hair and his Andy face. Dalton. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton because my oldest son's name is Dalton. Oh. Huh. Named after Dalton Schultz, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No. It's actually after Andy Dalton. I'm a big Andy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's why I'm defending him so hard right now. Not fair enough. Hey, Andy Great name. Dalton, Great name. Top 10 quarterback for a while. So that's it. That's it. You, okay. Matt Ryan, really? He looks so shot, dude. You picked so the one shot. quarterback that I would pick Matt Ryan over. The one guy. Would you? Okay. Andy Dalton? Okay, 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 okay. Matt Ryan or, or Mullins? <laughs> I want to see how far this goes. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ryan. I just wanted Damn to it. see what the tipping point was. Stop Andy making Dalton me pick Matt Ryan. Mullins. This doesn't Dalton feel good. Oh. Andy Dalton or Mullins. Uh, Andy Dalton. Say Andy Dalton. Look, I'm, thank I'm you. off. Man. I'm off. Look, Nick Mullins destroyed his elbow, man. I'm off. I'm off that. He's gonna have to. I'm sorry, Nick. Love you. Over under. Kyle uses first pick on a running back. He's, <laughs> he's not gonna be a running back, but he's gonna have to play running back when he gets to the 49. It's a rule. Yeah, he's gonna draft a tight end to play running back. He doesn't have one of those yet. All Niners says my pick for quarterback next year is not based on the skill we've seen. It's based on who looked comfortable in the pocket from the start, and that's Purdy. Yeah, well, his arm blew up, so we'll have to see if they can put it back together again. All the King's horses and all the King's men are going to try to put it back together again on Friday. We'll see how that goes. Apparently, yeah. He, the Niners humpty dumpty him. Think we draft a center? Yeah. 
I, hope I so. would freaking hope so. But I thought I they would so. last year, and they drafted a red shirt. And I don't know. And there's a the lot, there's documentary. A lot of really good ones, by the way. The Cone Zone documentary, as told by Iggy. No, nah, my voice is terrible. It cracks. I'm 35 years old, and my voice still cracks. If my 12-year-old self knew that my 35-year-old self would still have a cracking voice, he'd be fucking disgusted. I'm going to stop cursing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Double B Studio <laughs> says, would you rather get the Snickers, Skittles, or the salad, Debo, at the vending machines? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Ike's it's like man if I if I were a millionaire a multi-millionaire I would have a bunch of Sour Patch Kids I would do a Sour Patch Kid uh, sponsorship right now so much I like them Mike You're and Ike's I could take them or leave guy, them huh? yeah man they're great I'm not like a sugary gummy fan I don't know I've never really been like Skittle. I think Skittles are a fucking waste of time too now you got me cussing I got Jesse to cuss. Wow. <laughs> Skittles are a waste of time. They're a waste of time. What kind of sad on. childhood Skittles did you terrible. have? Are you kidding? You don't like Starbursts? Starbursts are good. Starbursts are good. Okay. I said the right. sugary gummy. Yeah, I'm not a, I, I hate, I can't stand Skittles. Starburst isn't sugary gummy? Is what? What would you call? Well, Starburst isn't sugary gummy? Yeah, but it doesn't have call? like sugar on the outside. It's more, you know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't get Come your on. hands messed up. Yeah. I think the more sugar, the better. I like high chews, though, too. So Chewy good. Stuff, yeah. so oh, good. my God. High chews are phenomenal. <laughs> I, I don't eat this stuff, but they have like an all-you-can-eat um, candy section in the press box at the Niners game, so I just go dumb on Sour Patch Kids. They're free, and it's all you can eat. <laughs> They're free. <laughs> Grant, you're the, you're the man. 50 grand. Thank you so much, uh, East Dad. Noah Wood says, I say, resign Mosley, more consistent, less penalties. Yeah, I'm with That's it. That's fair. That is totally it. fair. And younger. Um, he's he's going to cost you. All Niners says, but then again, oh yeah, but then again, Kyle was calling some bull for Trey, so I don't know. This team is killing me. Upside down, smiley face. Yeah, That's how I feel. Like I agree with that. Smiley face. He was calling killing some me. BS for Trey. Don't disagree there. RP says, when the cone heads back together, LOL, great work, bro. Father and son connection. Much love, Rick. This is not my father, even though he looks like it. This could be my dad. I'm 23. This is Jesse. It's my uncle. No, I do a show with my dad on Tuesdays. It was uncle yesterday. Jesse. Thank you very much, RP. Uncle Jesse. Thanks, Uncle Jesse. Can you tell me a bedtime story? <laughs> Grant's uncle voice Ricky. does crack, so. <laughs> it really does. RP, thank you very much. That was very generous of you. The 20 dollars. Thank you so much. A uh, couple more. Noah Woods, Brian Boyer, or and Brian Boyer, or Andy. Brian Boyer or Andy Balton. Who do you like better? Andy Dalton. Best Brian quarterback Boyer. ever. You think Debo should eat jelly beans before games? <laughs> How do you know he doesn't? Who's to say he does seem like Mike. he should get the Mike and Ike's deal the way that uh, Marshawn got the I just like how he spelled deal. should. Should. S-U-H-T. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. But he Someone said to he's got the limited characters. He didn't want to spend $5. He wanted to spend two ninety nine. I get it. No, I, I like the hustle. I'm not knocking it. Twizzlers are hella nasty. Man. So oh, nasty. Licorice it's thing, it's the kind of thing. Licorice is gross. But Twizzlers is like licorice with the with the sugar on the outside. Like you must really hate that. Or does it not have sugar on the outside? Am I tripping? They're, no, they're nasty. I wouldn't even go there. It's like the really greasy, like you can pull it apart. Ugh. Licorice is also gross. I can't stand it. My wife loves licorice and I hate it. Ugh. Yeah, licorice is one of those candies as a kid that you eat because it's like sugar. It's like, all right. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna say and, no to sugar. And while we're at it, candy corn is also disgusting. Can we talk about that? Was this? another one that is be like, <laughs> I, you know, you get it for Halloween, just be like, I don't really like this, but I'm right. eating it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm eating this, but I am. But I feel you. But it's hard to say you really hate anything that has that much sugar. It's like, no, you don't. When you're your body it, loves yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. All right, this show's going on for an hour and a half, and we're talking about candy. Candy. That's when yeah. you know it's over candy thank you very much for watching everyone um i never know how to enter these shows what are you doing tonight uh actually in a couple minutes here come over to last second sports we're doing a call-in show so uh people vehemently disagree with me over there so if you want disagreement that's where you're gonna get it call-in show happening in like two minutes noah woods is wrong Ugh. uh waveware says black licor licor licorice is what happens when you lose a bet <laughs> i'd rather eat black licorice then uh then red licorice what's the what's the other candy that's like all black licorice but it's got like the weird like purple and white coating on it it's it's like a it's made by the same company that does mike and ike's oh somebody in the chat i don't know sounds like something else i would never ever eat it's not very good couple more i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just trying to get people someone says debo looks like he eats nothing but tamales all off season Ooh. hot tamales are actually hot these. tamales though <laughs> I like hot tamales. Fire. Hot tamales are fire. Good in plenties. That's it. Ugh. Terrible. That's a terrible candy. Good oh, yeah. in plenties. Good in the plenties looks bad. Oh, I would never eat that. Candy shell. Ugh. You should do your doc series the office style. LOL. Like a fake, <laughs> like, like a fake documentary. That'd be hilarious. Uh, thanks for watching. The show's over. I'll be back tomorrow. Goodbye. It's fun talking Peace. about candy.